So, of course, we can't have a Ravens podcast, Cordell, without talking about Lamar Jackson because that is still the talk of the town. I know that people are having Lamar fatigue in terms of the contract, not him as the person, of course, but it's still a topic. Every day that goes by that Lamar is not signed, it becomes a topic. So um, now we're at the situation where people are making their assumptions on terms of what Lamar is worth from a trade perspective. Nick Wright of Fox Sports uh, put out his information in terms of what he believes is a good trade for Lamar, and that was 2023 uh, first-round pick, which, excuse me, the Falcons. Let me start there. Mm-hmm. He believes that it's a trade, a trade to the Falcons in which the Ravens would receive a 2023 first-round pick which is eighth overall that the Falcons have, a 2023 45th round uh, pick, and a 2024 first round pick. Uh, This is embarrassing to me. Um, I don't know what Nick Wright was on when he came up with this list, Mm -hmm. because that was the list, by the way. I mean, I I ended it because that's what he said. And what world is Lamar not worth three first round picks? That's a pick. That's a package to me. If you're a team trying to get Aaron Rodgers, right? A guy that is on the, the the sunset portion of his career, right, but still can play at a very high level. I'm trying to understand why do you think that a guy who is entering his sixth season, who was in the unanimous MVP, is worth just two first-round picks and a second? <laughs> Explain in what world to me is that going to fly with any franchise. And if I'm the Ravens, you can't call me with that. Don't call me with that. That's crap. And of course, we don't we don't know if that's even what happened. This is just his projection of what he right. thinks Lamar is worth. Um, while I do know that the Falcons are interested in Lamar, um, I don't know that there's been any talk about what can happen or that EDC is even fielding any calls for Lamar. Uh, but they all you also have to understand that the Falcons are in a division where. Um, nobody has a true quarterback situation. The only guy that's under contract in the NFC South is Kyle Trask in Tampa Bay, um, who basically backed up Tom Brady the whole time. And Kyle Trask, I'm the person that knows who Kyle Trask is because he went to University of Florida. I am a Gator fan. But if you don't know that from, if you didn't know him from that, you don't know who Kyle Trask is at all. (laughs) So every team in that division needs a quarterback. The Atlanta uh, trade makes perfect sense, but it makes no sense in terms of what Nick Wright is suggesting that Lamar is worth, like none. Yeah, I mean that's a joke. Uh, exactly. Number one to eight, the number eight pick guarantees you nothing. You may not even get the second best quarterback in the in the class with the eight pick. Ar looks like he may be. You know, they keep bumping him up on every mock draft. I'm watching now. Anthony Richardson, he's just going yeah. up. Uh, you, you know that. Uh, um. Was was my boy from uh, Alabama? Uh, young, uh, he's gonna he's gonna go early, yeah, um, for sure. So if you're not getting the one of those two guys, I mean, I love you, CJ Stroud now. Don't go Stroud like that. I'm not over. I'm not. I'm not big into Ohio State quarterbacks. Me personally, CJ okay. Stroud had an up and down career to me. He he waited, I think, until the back end of the season to really put on like. Kind of what Justin Fields did. And granted, Justin Fields, I think, has gotten a lot better since Chicago has changed some of the ways, some of some of the offense to fit him. Um, I'm just not big into Ohio State. Me personally, I have a rule. I don't draft USC quarterbacks 
and I don't draft Ohio State quarterbacks. It's just what I and, and I'm not drafting Oklahoma quarterbacks. Uh, me personally. Um, now I don't count Jalen Hurts in that because Jalen Hurts is a trend was a transfer. But you get where I'm going. I, I have certain schools where I don't trust them. When did I, when did we start trusting Alabama quarterbacks? They they used to not know the. No, not they, you're right. They used to. They used, <laughs> they used to not. But Tua changed everything. Tua changed everything for Bama. He did. You're you absolutely know, right. Before Tua, you're right. You didn't trust any Bama quarterbacks either. But Tua was just so good. And then after Tua, you you, you get well. Jalen Hurts was there, but Jalen Hurts, Bama Jalen Hurts wasn't. There's Jalen Hurts. You know, they used him totally different um, back in his Bama days. But, yeah, I, I just have certain schools I, I don't that I don't bother with. C.J. Stroud, cool. I think he's the type of quarterback that you have to have everything right around him, though. I, I don't know if C.J. Stroud could come into Baltimore and work with what he has. I don't know if any of these young guys could come in and work with what Baltimore currently has on their roster and think that you can kind of pick up where you left off with, with Lamar. Um, I've said this on my show the other day, no matter what quarterback the Ravens get to replace him, it's going to be a drop off, whether it's a bridge quarterback or whether it's a young quarterback. Yeah. I just think it's going to be a drop off. You're going from one of the better quarterbacks in the league, arguably the best dual threat quarterback in NFL history, you know, so I, I don't know. Um, but I definitely wouldn't take that Nick Wright deal simply because that number eight pick is a if, if it's not a top three pick or really a top four pick at worst, I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, also, you you just the, – the whole Lamar situation um, with the Ravens right now, of course, is just such a trending topic. I saw they were arguing about it on, on first take as well. Uh, Jamison Hensley from ESPN, who covers the Ravens, put out a big-time article – um, with with a lot of quotes in there from sources with the team around the league pertaining to the end of the season uh, situation with Lamar not coming out there, uh, not, not finishing the season with the team and just everything about the contract. It's, we're just hearing a, a lot of things now. This is that season where all the news is going to start to come out and you're going to have to sort through the trash a little bit um, to figure out what's true and what's not Um I, I just think that this is going to, if the Ravens are going to trade Lamar, they should get whatever it is they're looking for or yeah. else, you know, God, I would, dare I say, continue to play the long game. But of course, if you do that, you run the risk of having to either take less eventually or get nothing. It just seems like they're not ready to pay this guy what he's looking for. And it just looks like he's not willing to budge off of what he's asking for. Yeah. And, and my thing is, is that if he asked for, is he, if, if what Jameson was saying and that he was right. asking for fully guaranteed deals, I mean, I can, I can, I understand. I don't right. know why we continue to act like that. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson wasn't an outlier because two more contracts got signed after Deshaun Watson and they were not fully guaranteed contracts. One being in first row, first overall pick. So I don't know why we keep doing this thing where we think that the new wave is going to be fully con guaranteed contracts. And I, I, and so I'm not faulting Lamar by, let right. me be clear. I'm not faulting him for believing, for, for knowing his worth. Right. Um, but I also understand that this is a business that, uh, for the most part, does not do that. Now, you got a situation where the Browns, you know, because a lot of people have felt like the Browns did this 
they obviously needed a quarterback, right? Yeah. They have tired. They are tired of living in QB purgatory, right? They have done the best that they can. Tried to get Baker Mayfield. Tried to get this guy in free agency. Tried to do this. None of the things really worked out the way that they expected. So they had to find a way to get a guy that they believed could really uplift their franchise. Had to tell Deshaun Watson, who was on a plane on the way to Atlanta in a trade. Uh, that they would fully guarantee his contract in order for him to come because Cleveland was on his no um, trade clause, mm -hmm. right? So then he turns the plane around because that's what I would do too right. and, and you know, gets the deal. There's also part of it that maybe the Browns are, you know, tampering in terms of like what the rest of the division is going to do because you got Lamar Jackson, you got Joe Burrow, who has now been to two consecutive AFC championships, mm -hmm. had a Super Bowl appearance. I mean... Who's to say they're not trying to ruin it for everybody else in the division and find a way to keep them down so then they can find a way to build themselves up too? Yeah, I mean, it, it could definitely be all a part of their diabolical plan. It may not have been at the forefront of it, but it could be like, you know, look, we can go get our guy uh, and plus we could screw up some of the, the teams in our division, mainly the Ravens. Um, because everybody, I mean, the, the Bengals are cheap. So I don't think anybody really expects the Bengals to cough up that kind of dough, but at least with Lamar, it makes it different. He has pedigree. He has accolades. He's an unanimous MVP. You know, he is one of the bigger names in the league. So if anybody's going to follow suit looking at it, it would probably be Lamar, uh, who's next up as terms of the, contract ban an anomaly right now it looks like it is i don't I, I think we i still want to wait and see what happens everybody swears that these quarterbacks aren't going to ask for that just yet but i'm not a hundred percent sure that well we, joe burrow has gone on record and said that he's going to get he's going to try to keep his guys there that tells that's me he's jamar not chase said he said yeah jamar chase said he said that i don't i mean and i'm not doubting that burrow may want to do that um but just in today's world where play, where everybody's trying to get their maximum value, we'll see. I'm not doubting that that's maybe what Burrow's going to look to do. And again, the Bengals are one of the cheapest organizations in the league. Exactly. So I, I them, <laughs> Another part of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't expect them to give him uh, a fully guaranteed contract anyway. But I, I'm just saying, I didn't just with just because Russell and Kyler didn't get it. I don't necessarily look at it like that clears it because Russ is on the back end of his career. So I don't think anybody's necessarily going to give him, even though he got an outrageous deal from Denver, even still, but I, I, I didn't really think that that's what would happen for him. And Kyler, while Kyler is one of the young stars in the league, Kyler has, has yet to really reach his full potential. Um, I, I think everybody still wants a lot more from Kyler Murray. He hasn't done what, some of these other, like Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts have already done reach a Super Bowl. Burrow's gone to two straight AFC championship games, like you said. So um, I, I think these guys that are up now have more of a shot to at least get that than what Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson have, were able to do. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that they're going to get it, um, but if Jalen Hurts decides to wait it out another year, and because he can, this is the first yeah, he, year that he's he eligible for right. a, a new deal, but he doesn't right. have to. He yeah. has two more years left. Exactly. So if he decides to kind of wait it out and the Eagles 
have a repeat situation and go to a Super Bowl or God forbid for me win a Super Bowl with Jalen <laughs> you know he, he could he could honestly do the exact same thing and one thing about the Eagles they are the they have shown they're the type of team that will do whatever it takes to keep their talent now giving somebody a fully guaranteed deal of 250 plus million dollars that's a that's a ton of money. That is, that is going to hamper your cap. Um, but uh, I I do wonder. I I just am a, a, a taking a little pause. I don't know if we're necessarily out of the players asking for fully guaranteed money window just yet. I I, I just feel like if somebody else can get it, they they will try as they should. As they should. Um, I, I, I'm just trying to understand, you know, uh, where this is going to go. Um, I think that Burrow uh, potentially plays a really a, a role into this. Because like you said, Hurts can wait if he wants to. Um, but Justin Herbert is another one that will be coming up. Uh, that could come up and, and, and start the process as well. So if they try to get that done this offseason, you're curious to see how that's going to find a way to uh, – I, I don't know. To, uh, is it going to reset the market in a good way? And, and I'm talking about in terms of businesses and organizations, not players, or the bad way for them where you're going to have to start seeing more fully guaranteed contracts. I, I'm on the – I'm swaying that you won't see an influx of fully guaranteed contracts. But, hey, I've been wrong before. So um, – yeah, I, I, you know, um, I am trying to figure out what exactly how this is is all going to play out. And it may take um, the Burrow and the Hurts and the Herberts to see what the Ravens are going to do in terms of this quarterback situation. I mean, it, I would prefer this to be done by the draft, but the, because if you're not going to have Lamar, you need to make a decision on your future. But I mean, ultimately, they don't have to. If they if they, if they want to let him play out with the cap number that, that uh, on on a franchise tag, they can do that. Yeah, I, I think we everybody wants to get some sort of clarity by the draft. I think we will, especially if they're going to trade them because they're going to want some of those picks to be for this year. Um, I, I and make no mistake. I don't think the Ravens are giving Lamar a fully guaranteed contract unless he stays around another year maybe and got and you know he he just looks like superman next season and does what he said he wanted to do win a super bowl in baltimore get pretty close that's the only way i could see that kind of happening but it just looks like the relationship is kind of soiled at soil right now um it looks like egos are taking the are a big part of this and i was listening to kj Wright on Vinny and haney on 1057 The Fan the other day. And he was kind of talking about, you know, Bobby Wagner, who's his real close friend who represents himself, just giving some story, you know, talking about how Bobby Wagner used to represent himself and be in these uh, uh, negotiations. And they, you know, feelings get hurt, you know, real words are said. So Lamar's had to do this and he's probably had to hear and say some things that affected the relationship that he had with the team. Um, so it, it could just be gone. You know, the relationship could be just so sore right now, but I, I don't know. I, I, right now I'm with you. I don't think that he's going to get a fully guaranteed deal. And I, I think, I think Lamar is kind of done in Baltimore the way I look at it. If that's the case, then you need to move on. And that's I mean, the bottom line. You, you got to do something. You got to get something for him. If you got to get something. Case, 
then you got to then you got to move on. So, you know, I, and the sooner you do it so you can figure out what is your plan for the future, the better. And that's where I stand with that. Of course, I would love Lamar to stay. I would I, I want him to be here, uh, a Baltimore Raven. But if that's not going to work, if, 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 this, if it's just not going to work, then cut your losses and start fresh. And that's where I stand with that. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, you know, they have until March the 7th to tag them, which a lot of us expect them to do. And um, we'll, we'll go from there.